Hi guys, and welcome back to the Juicy Deets podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Wilson, and I'm so excited for this episode. I feel like last week's episode was like a bit of a doozy. It was a doozy to edit, and it was a doozy to film. It was just a long one and a detailed one, and I love making episodes like that because that's kind of why I started my podcast, is to really get into the nitty-gritty of things that I can't get into as much on Instagram or TikTok, but... This week, we're talking all about my fall favorite things, which is something so light and fun and fluffy, and I like to do that kind of episode as well every once in a while. I also did a poll on my last week's episode asking you guys what episode you want to see next, and most of you voted for fall favorite things, and I also put like relationships, dealing with a breakup, friendships in your 20s, and I will cover those topics as well. I just kind of wanted to see what you guys wanted to hear most, and it was fall favorite things, so here we are because I aim to please. And honestly, I really want this podcast to be for you guys and what you guys want to listen to most. So I think I'm going to keep doing the little polls at the end of the episodes. And when you guys answer the polls, it truly makes my day because it makes me feel like real people are actually listening to this, which is crazy. So before we get into the episode, I wanted to start off by reading you guys a quote. It's something just really simple and it's by Walt Disney saying, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I saw this quote in a book, and then the book goes on to talk about how we've never really heard about a person who became highly successful in life who didn't have some sort of a dream. And that kind of really struck me, and I just wanted to remind myself and you guys that if you have a dream, big or small, no matter what it is, you should feel good about it. You shouldn't feel stupid or discouraged or crazy or different from other people or lonely. Dreamers are the types of people that really change the world and anybody that you've ever heard about, anybody who's famous, anybody who's ever made a change in the world, it really did all start with a dream. So this is me telling you and myself, you're not alone. Your dreams are important and it's really cool that you feel that way because not everybody is a dreamer and you're just lucky to be one of the few people that are because you have a chance to do something really amazing with your life. I don't know why, I just really felt the need to say that because it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately and I mean my TikTok started with a dream. This podcast is started with a dream. Everything that I do has really started because I'm passionate about my dreams and I'm acting on them. So If I can encourage you guys to do one thing this month, it would be to act on one of your dreams, even if you feel crazy or stupid or like you're going to be judged. Who cares? Just do it. Okay, now let's get into the favorites. The first one is a bit of a weird one, but it's something that I've never done before and I honestly just needed to share it with you guys because it actually worked and I told myself that I would share it with you guys if it worked and I didn't feel like there was a better place other than my podcast to do that. On TikTok, I've been seeing this abundance manifestation that you're supposed to do at the beginning of the month. And I've seen it a few different times, like a few different people have made the video and it's popped up on my page before. And I've never done it because I honestly kind of felt like it was crazy. And I'm a pretty witchy person, quote unquote. Like I'm pretty like, I believe in all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty spiritual, but I'm not the kind of person that is like making moon water or lighting a piece of paper on fire with things that I want to let go of. I don't know why, I just believe in it, but I don't ever translate it into physical practices ever. And I was just very skeptical of doing them because I kind of almost felt crazy. Like, 
it's, I don't know, I don't know what about it made me feel just really crazy, but anyway, I saw, again, this manifestation of abundance that you're supposed to do at the beginning of the month on October 30th, and I thought, what the heck, I'm just gonna try it. And what you are supposed to do is take a quarter and put cinnamon on the quarter, and then you're supposed to walk outside your house, like, outside your front door, or the front door of your apartment, whatever, and you're supposed to say, I draw abundance, love, money, health, wealth, success effortlessly and abundantly to me without any blockages. And then you're supposed to blow the cinnamon into your house and leave the quarter outside for 24 hours. So I did it. I was like, well, I have cinnamon. I have a quarter. I'm just going to try it. And guys, when I tell you that this month financially has been my best month since I decided to quit my job and do social media full-time. I'm not kidding you. I've gotten so many deals. So many things have been working out for me. I have been inspired to post again because I've honestly been in like a little bit of a lag with posting and I've even started posting on my YouTube and my Instagram more, which I usually have been historically bad at. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it was a fluke. I, I don't know, but I'm choosing to believe in it because it works and I'm just going to do it every month now and I feel like you guys should try it. Like, I know it sounds truly insane, but please just try it and let me know if it works for you. Like, right into the podcast and let me know if it works for you. That's another thing too. If you guys have any questions for me, I really want to do a Q&A episode, but I need you guys to write in questions. Obviously, like, you don't have to if you don't want to, of course, but if you do want to, if you want my opinion on anything that's going on in your life, boys, whether you should get a dog or not, like, let me know. Write it in. I have all the links in my podcast show notes, and I would be absolutely happy to answer them because I really want this podcast to be, like, a dialogue between you and I so that I feel like I'm making content for real people because that's just my goal. Okay, so the abundance manifestation. Please let me know if it works for you. Write in and let me know because I want us all to be doing our little abundance rituals at the beginning of each month together and just all manifesting better lives and glowing up together. The next favorite, these are in no particular order by the way, and they're not going to be in categories. I'm just going to go through my list that I wrote down. So the next favorite is going to be nails. I am a natural nail girly for the most part, especially in the summer because I really am traveling a lot. I'm going in the water a lot. I don't have time for nails and quite frankly, I feel the most beautiful in the summer when I have natural nails. However, in the fall and the winter, I kind of get bored with how I look. I kind of start feeling like bluesy and low and I need something to kind of pick me up. I need several things actually to pick me up and make me happy again and having nails is one of them. So I actually have pretty long nails but recently one of them broke and I decided to go get tips on my nails and just get uh, my nails done for the first time in a long time and I'm loving them so much. I have a whole Pinterest nail inspo board because when I decide to do my nails, I do it all out. I go and I find an aesthetic Pinterest nail photo that I like and I take it in and I have my nail girl and she knows exactly what to do. She does it perfectly every time and it's just amazing and it is a form of self-care and honestly I just have to ramp up the self-care in the fall and winter. I don't care if I'm spending more money, it'll come back to me, you know? So if you guys want to follow my Pinterest nail board, 
you should totally do that. I will link it in the show notes. Currently, I've been really liking the Ballerina Chrome Nails. I'm also liking the Boston University Red. I feel like that's all over TikTok and Instagram. Like, everybody is liking a red nail. I just feel like the time for red nails is going to last so long. And I kind of like a pink ballerina nail for this time of year. I don't know. I've also been really liking the brown glazed donut nail look. Like, the brown with the chrome on top. That's really beautiful. I like a green chrome. I like a tip that's different. Like, a French manicure but with a non-white tip like a brown tip or a copper tip there's also these really beautiful nails I think Melissa Wood Health got them and they're like a copper nail I also really want to do silver chrome nails but I think I'm gonna save that for New Year's which I know is so basic but I don't know I'm a basic girl like this is also part of why I was scared to do a favorites video because you guys are gonna truly learn how incredibly basic I am but that's okay. We're all basic in our own way. And that's what makes us connected, you know? There's also this beautiful gray chrome. I want to say it's not silver, but it's like a blue gray and it's chrome. It's just so pretty. Anyway, go look at my nail board for that. I'm kind of wondering what nails I should do next. I might do an olive green chrome after the ballerina nails. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And then along with getting nails, if you don't, get your nails done, which like I said, I don't do for six months out of the year, like spring rolls around and I'm back on my natural nail game. I highly recommend getting a curved nail file. I didn't really realize this was something that not everybody had until recently when my friend saw that I had a curved nail file and she was like, oh, that's kind of a good idea. Actually, I totally lied to you just there. She made fun of me for having a curled nail file. She was like, why does your nail file look like that? That's so weird. And then I gave it to her and she was like, oh shit, this works so much better than my straight nail file. And it really does, especially if you guys like an almond shape to your nails, which is my personal favorite shape, whether I have nails on or I have natural nails. The curved nail file is a game changer. It will truly make your nail filing so much better. And if you are still cutting your nails and you're not a boy, you need to stop. You need to just take a look in the mirror, give yourself a little pep talk and say, I'm going to start filing my nails from now on because they are going to be stronger, thicker, longer, and more beautiful. Because filing your nails, I don't know what about it makes your nails stronger, but it just makes them like more resilient. And trust me when I say this, because I worked at a dental clinic doing sterilization, which is basically a glorified dishwasher for the last six years. And when I tell you my nails rarely broke, I mean it. And that's saying something. Okay, moving on. The next one is jaw needling. So I am a clenching my teeth at night girl. Unfortunately, I wish I wasn't, but I am. And I am kind of the person that like if something isn't impacting my day-to-day -day life through pain, I won't really get it looked at. I'll ignore it. It's going to be okay. And so that's kind of what I did. I've known that I've clenched my jaw at night for the better part of three or four years now and I should get a night guard but I don't want one and I should do something about it but I haven't and then I started waking up with intense jaw pain and I'm talking like to the point where I was getting migraines okay really bad migraines I already get migraines but my migraines were happening way more frequently and lasting longer and it was because my jaw was clenching at night so naturally I thought, well, this is an incredibly good excuse to get masseter Botox. 
because I've been wanting to try Master Botox for a long time because it has like a slimming effect on your jawline and I've seen a lot of girls do it and it looks amazing and I thought well now I can say that I'm doing it for medical reasons instead of just for vain reasons which is so stupid. I don't know why there's just a stigma around getting any sort of procedures done, filler, Botox, anything when it's not for a medical reason. Like, but if it is for a medical reason, the girl's automatically like, it's fine. Like, nobody's judging her because she got it done for a medical reason. It's like the nose job. It's like when people get a medical nose job, automatically that's societally acceptable. But when a girl just does it because she doesn't like her nose, that's something that we can make fun of. Or we can say, well, she's only pretty because she got her nose job, which isn't true. I don't know. That's a whole other rabbit hole that I don't really want to go down. But I found myself feeling like I was judging myself less if I got the Botox done because of a medical reason, which isn't true. And I wanted to unpack it on here for you guys, because if you are thinking of getting any sort of procedure, whether it's for a medical reason or just because you want to change something about how you look, it's fine. We all change things about how we look. Whether you're dyeing your hair, getting your nails done, putting on makeup, straightening your hair, curling your hair, that's all changing how you look to look better. So I don't know why we decide to judge each other as women if it's a procedure, but we really shouldn't. That's my point. My point is everybody should just do what they want. If it makes you feel beautiful, you do it, girl. And I am cheering for you, okay? But anyway... Botox is also something that does kind of scare me because especially with master Botox, it can freeze your face in a way that like makes your smile change, which is something that really freaks me out. It's also expensive and I've never gotten anything done to my face before and I know that when I do, I want to be able to have the money to maintain it and I do kind of have the money to maintain it. It's just like, I don't know if I have the mental commitment yet. So... I talked to my cousin because he's a chiropractor and he said that you can do something called dry needling for your clenching of your teeth and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try this before I do the Botox because I just want to see if it works for me. So I've done it twice now and I'm going to get it done a third time because you do have to kind of keep getting it just like master Botox and I'm not going to be able to explain this properly but I think what he said to me was basically like when you're doing the needling in your jaw it acts the same way as needling in any part of your body. It releases muscle tension. And when the muscles are less tense and able to relax, you clench less, I think. I, I'm not 100% sure I might have butchered that. But regardless, it actually did work for me. It hurt like a bitch the first day. It gave me a migraine. It was so bad, like the day after I got it done. And I didn't want to go through with the second session, but I did it. And now it's been about a month and it has really helped my clenching at night. I have no jaw pain when I wake up in the morning. Really, like my quality of life has been completely improved. And I didn't notice it until recently, but this girl commented on my TikTok and she's like, oh my gosh, your face has changed. She was like, I can't put my finger on it, but something about you looks different. And so I scroll back to my old videos from about June, July, and my face has changed. And I swear to God, it's Partly because of my gua sha, I've been using a terahertz gua sha, which has truly worked better than any other gua sha that I've ever used. And I've also been ice rolling and using my new face every single day. And I think it also has to do with the jaw needling that I got done. So that's just a little aside that if you want to try 
to get needling done, especially if it's covered by your benefits, you should definitely do that before you do the Botox because it might have the same physical effect. And it certainly will help if you're worried about clenching your jaw. Now, this isn't to say that I'm not going to get master Botox done because I'm still thinking about it, honestly, especially because, I don't know, it just works for longer, whereas the needling, I kind of will have to keep getting it more often. However, I don't know, I might, I might not do the Botox now. We'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. I guess I want to talk also about my terahertz gua sha. I didn't write this down because I'm gonna make a TikTok about it, but basically I was searching Amazon for a new gua sha, right? And I wanted a stainless steel one because I think they look cuter than the jade ones, and I have a jade one. I just don't know if it's real jade. I'm kind of skeptical of the fact that it actually is real jade, in which case it's gonna harbor a lot of bacteria on it. So anyway, I was searching Amazon and I found something called the terahertz gua sha, and apparently terahertz is a specific type of metal that increases blood flow in your skin and in your face. It has like almost a frequency to it and the tutorials show that it snatches your face more than even just a normal gua sha would. It's almost like a new face except in a gua sha and it's not as extreme as the new face but I also have a new face so I didn't need it to be as extreme as the new face. Anyway, I did some research and I found a few TikTok videos. This girl was showing how she put her terahertz gua sha on an ice cube and it literally cuts through the ice cube almost. And then she showed her stainless steel gua sha and it didn't do the same thing. And basically this just shows how it will help to increase blood flow and how it has like a frequency and everything to it. Anyway, I've been using this terahertz gua sha now for about, um, I would say two months and it really has made a difference. I think that's part of what made a difference to my face. Like I said, when that girl was like, oh, your face looks different, I, I was thinking of the terahertz gua sha, and I use it with ultrasound gel, which has been another recent favorite of mine, because I have a new face, and I do not want to pay that obscene amount of money for the new face gel. It's incredibly expensive for no reason, obviously because it's new face brand, and I found out you can just use ultrasound gel instead of the new face gel for your new face. So I've been using ultrasound gel with my terahertz gua sha and then I've been new facing every single day and I literally bought this gigantic tub of ultrasound gel by Aquasonic off of Amazon and it's just been incredible, really. I've also been ice rolling lately. That's been a favorite of mine. Even though I absolutely hate being cold, the ice rolling really does snatch your face like nothing else. And I finally caved and repurchase my Skinny Confidential Ice Roller. If you guys don't know, I lost my Skinny Confidential Ice Roller when I was traveling a while ago, and I was devastated about it, and I have a rule where if I lose something because I've been stupid, I'm not allowed to repurchase it right away because, like, I need to punish myself a little bit, you know? But I finally let myself rebuy it, and it's just changed my life again, like, for the second time because it really is just so incredible. Anyway, that's kind of the beauty procedure things that I've been loving. We're moving on to drinking anything in a wine glass. This is just a vibe that I've absolutely been loving lately. I am a huge drink girl. I always have at least two drinks going at once, one of them being the water that I have in my huge 40-ounce Stanley cup that I could knock out a small child with, and the second one being either a hot drink or a cold drink. Usually it's a tea, especially this time of year, but I've also been very into cold drinks lately, and I've been into having them in a wine glass, which just is part of my romanticizing of my life, and it's kind of the same as with getting nails. It's a form of self-care for me, and I need to really amp up the self-care in the winter. 
I know it's fall, but like it's technically also coming into winter. And in terms of what I've been drinking, I have been really obsessed with Poppy. I love the Poppy prebiotic. I think they're prebiotic sodas. Yeah. Not only do they actually kind of help with my bloating, but they also just taste amazing. Usually when it comes to prebiotics and probiotics, I'm super into kombucha, but sometimes I like a bit of a sweeter, lighter drink. And when I'm craving that, Poppy is so good. I really like Coke, like the taste of Coke, which is so not on brand for me because I'm a wellness queen, as you guys know, but balance. Everything is 80-20 around here. However, I've seen this video of when people put teeth into like a cup of Coke and it just disintegrates the teeth. And since then, I've just been really freaked out of drinking Coke. So the Poppy is a great alternative. Also, Coke really is like so bad for you. And I really try not to have stuff that's so terrible for me when I know it's terrible because it does make me feel a little bit like crap and then it takes away the enjoyment and poppy is an amazing alternative. I also love root beer and the poppy root beer guys taste exactly like normal root beer in my opinion. I think it's my favorite alternative soda brand. Actually, I know it is. And my other favorite flavors are the watermelon and the raspberry rose. They're so delicious. The watermelon's also this really beautiful pink color that I can drink in my glass and it just looks really cute and I could take an Instagram photo of it. It's just really part of the romanticizing of my life. The other drink that I've been having in my wine glass is tart cherry juice with magnesium powder in it. This is my nighttime sleepy time cocktail that I have sworn by for the past month and a half. The tart cherry juice I saw on TikTok and apparently it's supposed to make you fall asleep and I was really skeptical of it. I also didn't think I'd like the taste of it because I'm not a huge cherry flavored girl. However, it's amazing. So good. Delicious. You have to make sure that you're getting the tart cherry juice that's like non-sweetened and it doesn't have anything else in it because um, there are a bunch that contain like apple juice and that's just not going to work properly. But if you get the unsweetened tart cherry juice and you add the magnesium powder from moon juice into it, it will put you right to sleep and it tastes so good and it also looks like you're drinking red wine, which I really like because I love the idea of having a glass of wine every night. Like, I so badly want to be a wine mom. I so badly want to be the person that has a glass of wine every night. But again, we're not, like, I'm just too aware of my health for that, you know? And like I said, 80-20 is amazing. I'm 80-20 all the way, but that means that I can't be having a glass of wine every single night because I also want like a little dessert every single night and I don't want to do both because then I really do feel like shit. Also, drinking does sort of make me depressed. I mean, it's kind of a coin toss really. Like sometimes I get really depressed when I drink and sometimes I'm fine, but it's not something I'm willing to risk every single day, especially when I have to wake up and make videos now because if I'm just going to work or to class, it doesn't really matter if I'm depressed, but if I have to make videos for you guys, not have to, by the way, get to, I love to do it, but if I get to make videos every single day, I need to kind of be having a positive attitude. Like, if I wake up and I'm depressed, the last thing I want to do is start filming, so I just have to be kind of aware of that, and the tart cherry juice is honestly, like, I'm not gonna say it's like a wine substitute because it really isn't at all, I don't really think there's any alcohol substitute. However, it makes me feel the same feeling as I would feel if I had the wine. Like, it's romantic, it's fun, it's cute, and it's self-care. And it actually is good for me, which honestly makes me feel even better. Next, we have a little snack favorite. They're the churro chips by the brand Siete. It comes in this little purple, like, bag. And they are so good. If you know me, 
you know that I love anything churro flavored, anything cinnamon flavored. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was my favorite unhealthy cereal growing up. It's so delicious. I still have it sometimes, but the Siete Churro Chips, first of all, they're kind of healthy. Again, I'm not trying to preach that you need to be healthy here. I know that's kind of what it sounds like. I'm really not. Um, like the serving size of this chip is 26 chips. I will eat the whole bag, okay? But I do like to have like somewhat clean, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, okay? Somewhat clean snacks, drinks, etc. Just so that I can have more of them and not feel like shit. Because honestly, that's what it's about. It's about the fact that I feel like shit when I eat crap. Although yesterday I did eat an entire carton of milk and cookie ice cream by Ben and Jerry's, another incredible snack. Okay. So again, balance. I also like the tonight dough. That's completely irrelevant, but those are my two favorite Ben and Jerry flavors. But the Siete Churro chips. Okay. My friend Zoe put me onto these. We were actually watching a hockey game like live and I see her whipping out her phone and going onto this grocery store's website and placing an order for these Siete Churro chips. And I was like, what could possibly be so delicious that you are ordering them in the middle of a hockey game when we're sitting in the box? And I'm not a sports girl, okay? But I was just like, these must be really delicious chips because there's no way you would be just ordering them right now if they weren't maybe the best chip in the world. So then I took it upon myself to go try them and I've probably gone through at least seven bags of these a week. Maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's an overestimate. I would say like five to seven bags of them a week, okay? Because sometimes I do have a little bit of self-control and sometimes I don't. They're a perfectly delicious snack. I think they do have some protein in them too, which is really nice. And something about me is that I need to have something crunchy every day. I really need like a crunchy snack, whether it's toast with butter and jam or it's chips or it's like M&Ms, anything like that. It just has to have some crunch to it. I don't know why, but this is my latest crunchy snack fixation. And I really implore you guys to go try them because if you did like Cinnamon Coast Crunch, even just like 2%, you just need to try them. And if you like churros, you especially need to try them. Okay, next on my list is an electric toothbrush because I need to get all the ice cream out of my teeth so I don't get cavities. Um, no, just kidding, but not really. I have been a manual toothbrush girly for a long time because I had this old crusty, dusty, musty electric toothbrush when I was little. And it finally just breathed its last, like, breaths about five years ago. And ever since then, I've been using a manual toothbrush because I haven't wanted to buy really an expensive electric toothbrush. And I feel like the ones that I saw at the dental clinic were, like, $230. And I was like, there is just absolutely no way I could buy several items of clothing for this amount of money. And I just don't care enough about my teeth. Like, I think the manual toothbrush is okay. And ironically, I did work at the dental clinic and I do care about oral hygiene, but lately I've been in a bit of an Amazon phase. I was not an Amazon girly until probably last year, like this time last year I started getting into Amazon, and I've realized that Amazon truly is like the gift that keeps on giving. There's so much good shit on Amazon for so cheap, and I know there has to be some like poor labor practices in sourcing these cheap items that are pretty good quality, but at the end of the day, like, I just don't have the money to not be ordering stuff on Amazon. And I've just come to terms with that. And I've realized that, like, one day I'm going to donate to charity and I'm going to do a lot of good with the money that I have. But right now, the money that I have has to be spent wisely. And I just don't have 
$200 to be throwing on like a Philips Sonicare toothbrush. And honestly, I don't think the Philips Sonicare one is any better. And also, like who says they have good brand practices? You know what I mean? Anyway, sorry, that's a tangent, but that's just the way that I think. I've been loving my Amazon electric toothbrush. It's matte black. It's by the brand Aquasonic. I will link it in my Amazon storefront for you guys. It's so good. It's an ultrasonic toothbrush, which basically just means that it like vibrates at a high enough frequency that it will sort of like make the plaque and bacteria almost like fall off your teeth. And it has a whitening setting, which obviously I use because I want my teeth to be as white as humanly possible. So I have been using that whitening setting and it works so well. I've been using the electric toothbrush for a month and I've noticed that my teeth are in fact whiter, which is great and exactly what I wanted the toothbrush to do. Along with the toothbrush, I've also been using the Burt's Bees charcoal whitening toothpaste. This is because I used the Tom's toothpaste for a long time thinking that it was healthy and then I came to find out that it was actually not very healthy and I don't know why, but for me, when I'm putting something in my mouth, I especially want it to be like a quote-unquote clean product because, I don't know, it's just something that's important to me because it's like really actually going into my mouth. Also, like your mouth is so close to your brain and it just freaks me out if it's not clean. Although sometimes I will use smoker's toothpaste if I really want my teeth to be white and that shit is not clean or healthy whatsoever, but it does work. Anyway, that's just a little aside, but I've been using the Burt's Bees charcoal toothpaste every single day and it really does work. It whitens my teeth. It's amazing. It tastes good. It's not too like spicy minty, which I find a lot of natural toothpaste are. So if you're in the market for a natural toothpaste, try the charcoal toothpaste. If you don't give a fuck, but you want your teeth to be hella white, I would do smoker's toothpaste. I'll link it all on my Amazon. Okay. Next is a silk bonnet for my hair. This has been a game-changing product that I knew would be game-changing and I've been putting off buying. I don't know why I've been putting off buying it, honestly, because it's not expensive at all. But it's just one of those things that I just didn't want to buy. But since I have, it has made the biggest difference in my hair. I have pretty healthy hair. I don't bleach it anymore, but I used to. Like, I used to be a full-on blonde, okay? And the ends of my hair are probably, like, two to three years old, honestly. And in that time, like, they used to be blonde. So they have been bleached before, whereas, like, the hair growing from my roots has never been bleached. Because of that, my ends are a little bit delicate and they can tend to get, like, a little bit damaged. I also do use heat on my hair, especially because I curl my hair for my TikTok videos. So I do want to do everything possible to keep my ends looking nice and cute and not like the end of a broom. You know, I was watching Queer Eye like about a month ago and this is honestly what convinced me to buy the silk bonnet because Jonathan Van Ness, who if you guys don't know, he is the absolute queen of hair, Um, he said that when we're sleeping, our body heat is almost the same as straight ironing our hair because we sleep with our hair pressed between us and the pillow so it fries the ends of our hair and it can make our hair really frizzy, frazzled, and not cute and it can also cause breakage in the ends of our hair. And that really stuck with me because it made a lot of sense in my mind. And I also have noticed forever, basically, that when I sleep with my hair not in a braid, because almost every single day I will sleep with my hair in a braid, but when I sleep with my hair not in a braid, I wake up in the morning and it looks like a troll doll, even if I washed it and it was smooth and blow-dried the night before. And I don't mind sleeping with my hair in a braid, but sometimes I want straight, smooth, silky hair. And that's where the hair bonnet comes in because if I go to bed with smooth, silky, straight hair and I put it on, I wake up with smooth, silky, straight hair. It's truly 
an incredible product. It's very cheap. I highly recommend it. It also preserves a blowout like no other. It will preserve curly hair like no other and it's just amazing. So now I wear it almost every single night unless I decide to sleep in a braid and then sometimes I'll wear it and sometimes I won't. It just depends. Next is also a hair category and it's hair accessories. I'm talking hair bows. I'm talking pearl hair clips. I'm talking headbands. I've mentioned this quite a few times in my random hot girl essentials video in my hot girl fall series and I just think that hair accessories is a way to make you stand out, to make you more attractive, to make you look really really cute and if you stand out and if you have personality in your looks you're going to be seen as more attractive and I think that the hair bows, that the headbands, that the pearl hair clips really set a person apart. So I ordered some off of Amazon. I will make a whole list for you guys. I've also been really into like claw clips and butterfly shaped clips and heart shaped clips and clips with little cherries on them. It's just such a fun little vibe and it also keeps my hair from looking the same every single day. It gives me some personality. It's a form of self-care. All of this is a form of self-care, okay? I will probably say this a hundred more times in this podcast, but that's okay. Another thing that I'll be linking for you guys is my Amazon jewelry. This has been a favorite for me for probably the last four months. I've been ordering jewelry off Amazon and every single time I think it's going to be horrible. I don't think it's going to last. I think it's going to turn my fingers green or give me an allergic reaction and I have been pleasantly surprised every single time. I honestly didn't want to like Amazon jewelry because I really wanted to believe that I was ordering amazing quality gold plated or gold vermeil jewelry from these cutesy little websites that I found on Instagram that all the influencers promote but those have always disappointed me and Amazon has always come through so I don't know what to tell you guys other than the fact that you need to stop wasting your money on jewelry brands that you see influencers promoting unless they are promoting solid gold jewelry it is not worth buying it is not worth your money if you don't have the money to spend on jewelry, buy Amazon jewelry. Some of the jewelry that I've been really liking is like those teardrop shaped earrings. I have them in gold and silver. I've really been liking, there are some rings. There's like a sin, signet ring, sin, sinnet ring? I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, that was really embarrassing for both me and you. It, embarrassing for you because you had to listen to it. Embarrassing for me because I said it. But it's like this circle one that is almost like sun patterned. It's really beautiful. I've also been liking these like oval kind of shaped rings and they have little diamonds in them. I mean not real diamonds obviously. And then there's some also Cartier dupes on Amazon that I really like. I kind of feel weird about buying Cartier dupes. I'm fortunate enough that I have a Cartier love bracelet that was passed down from my aunt to me. So that's really generous of her and really incredible and I would never have it if it wasn't for her. But I really want to get the Amazon dupe rings and I don't know if that's like very lame to do but I don't know part of me wants to just wait until I'm rich enough to afford a Cartier ring you know like that's how I feel about the Van Cleef necklace that everybody has that little like single clover Van Cleef necklace that's black in the middle on a gold chain I think she's absolutely stunning and I think there's nothing wrong with buying dupes however with certain things like that like Cartier and Van Cleef where it's so recognizable I'm like mm, maybe I won't buy the dupe but technically the teardrop earrings are a Bottega dupe I guess. Although I think everybody who has them buys the Amazon one, so I don't really know. Anyway, I'm liking the Cartier ring dupes. I'm liking there are these rings on Amazon that almost look like they have real stones in them, like black, white, 
green there's this one square shaped gold ring with a green stone it's so beautiful i also really like just layering necklaces i kind of like my earrings to be more of a statement and my necklaces to be more of like just kind of there and so i've been into really dainty necklaces lately and then statement earrings like i have a pair of really big gold hoop earrings that I like that are almost like a 90s vibe that I usually wear with a headband and I feel like JLo when I wear them it's just I don't know why but that's just what my mind thinks of and then I also like just a pair of chunky hoops I've also been really into silver jewelry lately which is interesting I bought some silver rings and earrings and I used to be a silver jewelry queen and then I switched to gold and now I kind of like both I will link all my favorite Amazon jewelry pieces for you guys and chances are if I'm wearing it on my TikTok, it is from Amazon or Nixie Studios. They are one of the only Instagram brands of jewelry that I will wear, support, and purchase from. They are incredible and good quality, and they have a cross necklace that is so beautiful. Okay, next is the lip liners, specifically lip liners from Refai. They have such good lip liners. I don't know why I've slept on Refai for so long. And it's not like I've slept on them. Like, I have the brow product from Refai and I love it. But I feel like mentally I've slept on them. Like, everybody was hyping Refai up so much. And I was just kind of, like, buying the products, using them, loving them, and still not being obsessed with the brand in my mind. Which is really weird because I do get obsessed with brands really easily. But the Refai lip liners and honestly the blushes and honestly every single product from them, including their lip glosses, including their brow products, are all amazing. But I've been especially obsessed with a lip liner, especially in the shade Taupe recently. I've been doing a nude lip, and what I'll do is I'll put the Taupe lip liner on, and then I use their little, like, setter, which comes with all the lip liners, and then I will put the Refai blush in the light pink shade on the middle of my lips and then I'll put my Lawless lip gloss over it in the shade George and it gives me this really pretty brown pinky nude lip combo which I like. I've also been super into a red lip like a French red lip almost and the product that I've been using for the French red lip is the Refai red blush that comes in their red limited edition kit so I highly recommend if you guys are red lip girls to buy that kit because the other thing you can do is use their red lip liner and then use the setter and the gloss and it'll give you this beautiful ombre red lip which I've been really into lately like it's more red on the outside and then it fades into kind of a pinky red on the inside it's just absolutely beautiful in my opinion and I've noticed that a red lip whether it's the French red lip or the ombre red lip really like draws attention to me and not only does it make me feel more confident but it also like gets me so many compliments i don't know i was always scared of the red lip for so long because i thought it was like too bold and a little bit aggressive honestly and i have changed my mind 100 percent on that i think that it is stunning i think that it is classy i think that it is elegant and i get so many compliments when i wear it so i definitely recommend and what i mean by french red lip is like it's kind of messy you do it with your fingers and it's matte not glossy next on my list we have Peaky Blinders, the show. I know this is like a little bit of a lame one in the sense that I feel like everybody already has either watched this show, knows about this show, or knows someone that has watched this show, but I'm late to the trend. I didn't really want to like this show because I find their accents a little bit hard to understand in the beginning, and I don't really like to watch shows with subtitles because I need glasses and then I have to 
wear my glasses and my glasses are broken because my dog ate them and it's just a whole thing. Truly, it's a me problem and I just need to get new glasses, but I refuse to. Anyway, I do actually really like the show. It's really good. And I've been watching it with my boyfriend and him and I kind of struggle to find shows. I mean, we don't really struggle to find shows. We have a lot of common interests when it comes to TV, but then sometimes we watch shows that are more like lighthearted, like we watched The OC, now we're watching Gossip Girl, and we need shows with a plot. And he really likes like horror shows, like The Haunting of Hill House and that kind of thing. And personally, for me, I get scared so easily, so I refuse to watch them because I'm a baby, and the problem is we're long distance, so I know if I'm going to sleep and he's there, I'll be fine. I can totally watch the show. But if I'm at home alone and he isn't with me and we just watch the show over FaceTime, I won't fall asleep for probably a month. So I just like my sleep too much to get into a show like that when we're not, like, living together, living together, you know? But maybe one day I'll watch it with him. Anyway, Peaky Blinders is like a very good middle ground for us. And he has watched most of it, but not all of it. So he stopped re-watching it, or I guess stopped watching it and is now re-watching it with me. And it's really good. I highly recommend if you like shows like, I don't know even what show it reminds me of. But I just, if you like crime shows or shows where the main characters are somewhat morally questionable, but you're still meant to like love them you would like this show i almost think if you like yellowstone which is the show that we used to watch together that we finished or i guess we're caught up now i think if you like yellowstone you would like this show anyway that's kind of my show entertainment favorite other than watching harry potter which obviously like duh if you haven't watched harry potter you need to next i have half-baked harvest ramen i am a huge cook i love to cook and I've been really into making soups for fall. I feel like who isn't into making soups for fall, but something that I've never really dipped my toe into in my cooking experience in life is making Asian food because I kind of hate westernized Asian food. Like I really don't like stir fries very often and I don't really like just any sort of like Americanized, westernized Asian food but I love going to a Vietnamese restaurant. I love going to a sushi restaurant. I love getting ramen. So I love Asian food. I just don't like Western Asian food, so I've never cooked Asian food before. But Half-Baked Harvest makes amazing, incredible Asian dishes. I mean, all her food is really good, but her Asian food truly takes the cake. It is amazing. If you have never made Asian food, but you like it and you wanna try a recipe that's pretty much foolproof, I highly recommend her chili crisp ramen recipe. It's amazing. I also really like her peanut ramen noodles. It's like 20 minute peanut Szechuan noodles. I think that's how you say it. I don't, I don't know. That's another one that I'm embarrassed to say out loud, but I kind of had to. So anyway, even if you guys are not cooks, highly recommend trying those recipes out. They are so good. I can link them in the show notes if you want. She is a queen. All her recipes turn out amazing and you will absolutely love it, especially if you like ramen, especially if you are on a soup kick like I am. Next, we have the Vegamore Shampoo and Grow Serum. I have heard a lot of things about Vegamore, and honestly, it's safe to say that I've been influenced. Um, I've seen a lot of bigger influencers posting about them, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give it a try because I already have pretty healthy hair, pretty good hair, but I want my hair to be thicker, and I use the Bondi Boost Thickening Therapy line, like I use their shampoo, their conditioner, and their spray, 
and I actually do have a code with them, like, I've worked with them before, but that has nothing to do with the fact that I absolutely adore their products, and I do think it makes my hair thicker. However, I have this really weird idea that if I'm not switching my shampoos and conditioners, they don't work as well. And I've been struggling to find a shampoo and conditioner that I like as much as the Bondi Boost one. By the way, I'll put my code in the show notes for you guys if you want to order from Bondi Boost. Their thickening spray and their thickening therapy shampoo and conditioner really do thicken your hair. Like, it's truly amazing. And if you do only get one product from that line, I recommend getting the spray. But yeah, I was really struggling to find another shampoo and conditioner that I liked as much because... I don't know, I don't really like Olaplex, honestly. I know everybody likes their stuff, and I really like some of their products. I just don't like their shampoo. And all the other ones that I've tried are just not good, or they don't make my hair soft. And I like having my hair be really soft all the way from the roots to the ends after I wash it, but also feel really clean. And I found that either my hair would feel a little bit greasy at the root and smooth at the ends, or it would feel clean at the root and brittle at the ends. Um, and so I tried the Vagamore one after I was influenced, and it is so good, guys. It makes your hair feel so soft, so shiny, so clean, so beautiful, so strong. And their Grow Serum, which I was also influenced to try, really has worked. I've only been using the Grow Serum for two months, which I guess is kind of a long time, but not long enough, in my opinion, to see the effectiveness of a hair product. However, I do think it's working and I do think that my baby hairs are growing in faster. Vegamore is a really good brand and it's one of the ones that I can safely say I would be absolutely happy to partner with because they are really amazing. Next, we have my bloating routine, okay? Because in the winter, I like to eat hearty foods. I like to eat a lot of meat. I like to eat a lot of pasta. And unfortunately, these foods do make me bloated. And I just know that about myself. It's just something that I've accepted. It is what it is. But over the years, I've developed a foolproof bloat routine. So first of all, I drink ginger tea every single night. The ginger tea I like is traditional medicinals. I mentioned in my last podcast, that is a good tea brand if you want your tea to be effective for like what it's advertised, like to treat a symptom like bloating or a cold or a sore throat. Traditional medicinals is your girl. So I will drink ginger tea every single night. And that helps me wake up feeling good. And does this ever happen to you guys where sometimes if you eat a really heavy meal, you find it hard to fall asleep because you've eaten too close to when you're falling asleep? Because that happens to me a lot. And the ginger tea really does help with my digestion and help me fall asleep feeling light. Like, not like I have a ton of food in my stomach that's just, like, sitting there heavily. I don't know how to explain it other than that. But anyway, that's really good. But then... I have been getting painfully bloated recently, which is really irritating because I already feel worse about myself in the winter. And then even though I'm working out, I've just been getting painfully bloated. I've also like been retaining some water weight because I've been taking creatine, which my boyfriend actually told me like makes you retain water weight when you first start taking it. So, you know, it is what it is. That's the price we have to pay for having a huge butt, I guess. Because of this water weight and also the fact that I've been getting really painfully bloated recently, I've been trying the Array Bloat capsules and they are so good that I wanted to include them in this video. I know Array is another one of those influencer promoted brands, so I will spare you the typical influencer spiel and just say that they really work. And if you get bloated, two of these capsules will take that away. I also like to take a digestive enzyme with a meal 
that I know is going to make me bloated. So if I'm eating steak with potatoes that have a lot of cheese in them and a lot of butter, and I'm also eating a salad with that, and it's just like a big meal, I'll take two digestive enzymes. And then if that doesn't work, I'll take an array bloat. Sometimes the digestive enzymes work. Sometimes I need to take the array bloat. And if I forget to take a digestive enzyme, which let's be real here, I forget a lot to take the digestive enzymes. I will just take the array bloat right after I eat the meal or pretty much actually just as soon as I notice that it's hard to move because I'm so bloated. And within probably like 15 minutes, my bloating was gone. That is kind of monumental and crazy because I don't mind being the girl that leaves the restaurants with my pants undone, but sometimes I'm wearing a crop top. And especially sometimes this time of year, I'll wear a cropped sweater and I just don't want people to see my pants unbuttoned. Like it's just not the look that I'm going for, you know? So anyway, the array bloat. She's incredible. She's amazing. And it's not that expensive for what you get, especially because like I don't take it every day. I only take it as needed if I'm bloated. So it's not one of those vitamins that I have to worry about like replacing every single month, which I really like. Next is weightlifting. So I mentioned I was taking creatine and this is because I have been weightlifting more lately than ever. I love weightlifting. It gives me a high like I've never experienced before, except when I'm drunk at a country music festival with all of my friends. That is how I feel in the gym when I'm listening to one of your girls by Troy Sivan or something by Doja Cat and I'm lifting and the endorphins are going and it really makes me feel invincible. Like I don't know how or why I'm that kind of person that gets this affected by weightlifting, but it really just works. It's also my time that I really get to listen to music. Oh my gosh, I was listening to Taylor Swift in the gym the other day, guys, and it was just so good. And yeah, it really helps my mental health. And like I said, my mental health is kind of trash this time of year, unfortunately. I really struggled to get out of the house. I really struggled to get out of bed. I really struggled to feel good about my body and how I look and feel good just about myself in general. So anything I can do to turn that around, I will do. And weightlifting really does it for me. I also just love how I look when I'm lifting. I love feeling strong. I love looking strong. I love just feeling like I could like lift anything or do anything or take care of myself. I don't know why going to the gym gives me that feeling, but it does. And especially this time of year where I feel my most insecure about my body, I guess, like doing this really does help. So I don't know if weightlifting is not your guys' thing, totally fine, but find some sort of activity, movement, workout that makes you feel good about yourself because that's all that matters. It doesn't even matter how you look if you feel good about yourself because if you feel good about yourself, you're going to look your best anyway. That's my little like self-love spiel. Um, moving on to something a little bit lighter, the smoke plume Uggs, okay? Because I saw this TikTok about this guy saying that the chestnut Uggs are out. And while I don't think the chestnut Uggs are out, I have a pair of chestnut Uggs and I absolutely adore them. I do think that everybody and their dog has a pair of chestnut Uggs. And I've been looking at the Ugg website and I've been really into the smoke plume color. It's like this smoky gray color that's like not quite brown and it's not like a dark color, but it's also not as light as some of their colors. So it's not going to like show stains as much, which is nice. And I may or may not have hit add to cart and purchase on some smoke plume Uggs recently. So you may or may not see an unboxing video on my TikTok very soon because I love them. I'm very into the Ugg Mini and Ultra Mini, but I went with the Mini 
and I'm kind of regretting the decision because I think the Ultra Mini is cuter looking. However, I live in a place that doesn't just get like two inches of snow on the ground. It gets like two to three feet of snow on the ground. And if I got the Ultra Minis, I just know that my whole sock would be wet, you know? And that's not what I want. So I got the Minis, but I might return them even though they're the more practical option because I think that fashion knows not of practicality. Anyway. That is just a very cute color of Uggs, I think, and if you guys don't want to get the chestnut Uggs but you do want to get a pair of Uggs, or if you already have the chestnut Uggs but you want another pair of Uggs, I definitely recommend the smoke plume color. There's also another color of Ugg that I really like that only comes in the Ultra Mini, and it's called Antelope, and I think I like it just as much as the smoke plume, to be honest, and if I got the Ultra Mini, I might get the Antelope color. It's just a little bit more warm-toned than the smoke plume. But yeah, I really like both of those colors. So that is what you should put on your wish list if you want a pair of Uggs this year for Christmas. Next is wearing sweaters instead of sweatshirts. I'm a big sweatshirt girly. I'm a big sweatpant girly. I love anything comfy, cozy, that material. I'm a big Brandy Melville girl. I buy a lot of sweat sets, but I've been trying to be in my grown-up era in my classy era and what I've noticed is that replacing a sweatshirt with a sweater when I'm going out makes me look a lot more grown-up a lot more classy and a lot more fashionable and I wouldn't consider myself the most fashionable person I think I have a very strong personal style and I really like my personal style however I wouldn't say I'm like extremely fashionable per se um hence why I'm not a fashion tiktoker but I'm, I'm trying, okay? So if you see me posting about what shirts to get or different try-on videos, mind your business and support me. Like those videos, comment, because I'm trying to be a fashion influencer, okay? Especially over on my Instagram. Um, but that is just an aside to the fact that I think that if you do want to feel a little more classy, a little more put together, a little more grown up, you should definitely try wearing sweaters instead of sweatshirts and just see and I like to thrift my sweaters, to be honest. I think you can get a lot of really beautiful sweaters at the thrift store. I also like to steal my dad's sweaters and my grandpa's sweaters because they have great sweaters. And I find that sweaters nowadays pill really badly. They're also really expensive. And if you go to a thrift store, you can find high quality sweaters that are hella warm, that are beautiful patterns for very cheap, like $10. And usually the sweaters are not very picked over. They're not stained. They're not ugly. They're not worn. They're just something that someone's grandpa gave away. And honestly, that's the exact vibe of my style. Like, I want to look like someone's grandpa, you know? So, yeah, I recommend going to the thrift store for the sweaters or try your dad's closet if he has good style. My dad has great style, so, you know, we often switch clothes. Sometimes he steals my jackets, too, that I thrift. It's really funny. Like, I thrifted this beautiful army green jacket. And it's his now. It's not mine. Never worn it. He wears it all the time. So, you know, it's a trade-off. Next, we have PJ sets, okay? Because like I said, I'm entering my put-together fashionable era, and my loungewear, while it is comfortable, it also looks like something a homeless person would wear. And I don't mind that 90% of the time, but sometimes I just want to look really cute, you know? Sometimes I want to have a date night with my boyfriend and put on a really cute set of pajamas and watch Harry Potter and be very aesthetic-y in my head. Romanticizing my life, okay? It's come full circle from the beginning. And the PJ sets are a really good way to romanticize my life. If you want the cheapest, cutest pajamas, go to PJ Place. 
Okay, I don't know if y'all's moms shopped at Children's Place when you were younger. Mine did. I got pretty much all my clothes from Children's Place. PJ Place is like an offset of Children's Place, except it's for adults. They also make family pajamas. So if your family wants to do Christmas pajamas or if you guys do a Christmas card every year and everybody wears like a matching set of pajamas or if you guys wear a matching set of pajamas for Christmas Day, this is where I recommend ordering from. They are so cute. And right now, PJ Place is 60% off. So I got two sets of pajamas for $40, which is insane. Maybe $30, actually. So highly recommend checking that out. They have some very cute sets. They have some very cottage core sets. They have some very cozy sets. And then they also have, like, the typical silk and um, that other material. I forget what it's called. Like, not cotton, but, like, modal. I think that's what it's called they have those sets and they're just really beautiful and they're like the classic like button long pants and they're good. I wouldn't say they're the best quality from there like I think their waffle sets are the best quality but the modal is decent. If you want a pajama set blessed by the gods, a favorite of Oprah herself, okay, a high-end luxury hot girl pajama set, I highly recommend Cozy Earth. Now they are expensive. Okay, my mom has a pair from them, and I have wanted a pair for my whole life. Um, I've been stealing hers for my whole life, except the unfortunate part is she's 5'2", and I'm 5'9", 5'10", so it's very short on me, but I still steal it from her because it's amazing. Cozy Earth is really the place to go if you want high-end luxury pajamas, and lucky for you guys, I'm actually working with them. I freaked out when they approached me. They were like, can we send you a pajama set and I was like are you kidding me that's all I've ever wanted for Christmas for the past like 23 years yes of course you can send it to me and they're giving me a code I don't know what the code is going to be I think it's Michaela 40 for 40% off but I will put it in my uh show notes in these show notes not my show notes in the show notes of this episode for you guys because they are expensive I'm not going to lie to you guys however they are on sale right now and if you use my code, you can get them for, like, a decent price. I would say an incredible price for the quality and for the fact that they will last you probably, like, your whole life. I would even go as far as to say that when you die, the pajamas will be in better condition than you are, okay? They're really good. And they also have some really pretty colors. Like, they have an olive color, and they have a pink color that's so beautiful. And they have, like, a little polka dot set that's just so cute. Anyway. Cozy Earth is the way to go. Now, I'm going to just completely go 180 and say that Amazon has some really good pajamas as well. They have some beautiful Christmas pajamas. They have some great flannel pajamas. And they have some very good uh, Drift Avenue dupes, which I hope I'm not going to get canceled for saying. But I was on the Drift Avenue train for a long time. I really wanted to buy the Drift Avenue pajamas. And then I saw what they were doing to these girls who were posting their content, like posting their products. And they were just being so rude to these poor girls who actually spent the money and bought the pajama sets and they were taking the videos down. And listen, I totally understand that a company would not want there to be dupes of their products out there because they work so hard to make these beautiful products and then Amazon makes them in like 48 hours for like $2. I get it. It would be super annoying. But that's also kind of the way of the world in my opinion. Like not everyone can afford luxury and you also know that if you have a strong enough brand people are going to buy your products 
if they can afford them, but it's almost like naive and rude even to assume that everybody's going to be able to afford a price point like that, especially for pajamas. So I don't know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And now I'm going to promote the Amazon Jerk Avenue dupes because they are pretty freaking good, in my opinion. And I bought them and I really liked them. And I was going to go the Jerk Avenue way until the company annoyed me. And then I was like, no, no, I'm going to try these Amazon ones first. And I like them. So yeah, I will link those in my Amazon storefront. And I will also link my pajamas that I like off of Amazon for Christmas. They have some really cute ones with like little like evergreen trees on them. Christmas trees, I guess. And they have some really cute flannel ones. And I am a big flannel pajama girly. Like a classic flannel pajama is just so good. Okay, next is the Taylor Swift bag. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I saw it on TikTok in a paparazzi photo of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey getting out of a car. And she was holding this black bag and it was asymmetrical. I've been very into asymmetrical bags lately. And it was black and one of the sides of the strap was braided and the other side was not braided. And it was so cute. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and Google Taylor Swift black bag. And it should come up to a picture of her and Travis Kelsey. She's wearing a long checkered trench coat with like a black dress. And Travis Kelsey is wearing brown pants and a white jacket. And she's carrying this black asymmetrical little mini bag. It's not mini mini, but it's not big either in my opinion. It is so cute. The bag is from the brand Open. I don't know how to say it, but it's so beautiful. It's so good. And I'm going to say Oppen. Oppen has the most stunning bags and they're kind of like not designer, I wouldn't say. Like they're not designer prices, but they're like high quality, I would say. Like their prices are the type of prices that the bag would be if it was like a very high quality bag. So the one Taylor Swift is wearing is called the Nirvana bag. And I also am really loving their Miracle Bag. It's black and it's studded. Like it's covered in like little mini almost like circular looking diamonds or gems and it's so beautiful. I think it would be so beautiful on New Year's or just for the holiday season in general because like a little sparkle is so good for the holidays. They also have one called the Fearless Bag or the Fearless Re-Edition Bag and it comes in this red color guys and I'm obsessed with it. If you guys have seen that Jack Moose red bag that's gone viral on TikTok that everybody wants that I personally myself want, this is very similar to that except it doesn't have like a brand name on it which I kind of like maybe better than the Jack Moose one. I haven't decided. So the Jack Moose bag is called Le Bizou bag and the Fearless re-edition bag is about $300 cheaper. So I might have to go with that although... Part of me wants to get that bag in red and the Jack Moose bag in brown. Oh my gosh, there's so many decisions to make, guys. And also I'm saying this to you and I might not get anything. I might just like be a window shopper and that's just going to be what it is. Anyway, that's just a brand that I've really been liking. And obviously if Taylor Swift supports them and if she's carrying the bag, I want the bag. Because, you know, she's one of those people that like, I just want to be her. So, you know, there's that. Next, I'm really liking snakeskin boots. I've not been a snakeskin boot fan, like, ever, honestly. I've never really liked snakeskin boots, and then I don't know what it is, but recently, I have been loving them. There is this pair of snakeskin boots by 
The brand is K-H-A-I-T-E. I think it's pronounced Kite or Kate. And the boot is called the Marfa Knee-High Boot in Bordeaux Croc Embossed Leather. It is so beautiful, guys. If you Google it, just ignore the price for me, okay? Just really do me and you a favor and don't look at the price. Just look at the boot. Look at the boot and look at how beautiful it is. Look at how stunning it is. It's a knee-high boot. It has a low heel because I'm tall, right? So I don't want a high heel. And it's just absolutely adorable, stunning, perfect. That is also a brand that I've discovered recently this fall, Kite. They have some gorgeous stuff. And then Anine Bing has these really beautiful snakeskin leather boots with like a tiny little kitten heel. So good. They're almost like a cowboy boot and I just love them. They are called the Black Ray boots and they're just a crocodile print shiny leather black just they're like sex in a boot they are the kind of boots that Catwoman would wear you know i just i adore them and i want them so bad and i am like a cowboy boot girl i love cowboy boots i grew up riding horses so i've had cowboy boots for like my whole life pretty much my grandpa bought me my first pair when i was like three probably so I've always liked cowboy boots, but again, refined, elegant, fashion. We're channeling our inner fashion influencer here, and that's where I found these boots to be just perfect because they are like the perfect mashup between a cowboy boot and a sexy, elegant, city girl fashion influencer boot, okay? They're just like a grown-up cowboy boot that you could wear with an outfit, and it doesn't dress the outfit down. It elevates the outfit, you know what I mean? Love those two boots. Next, I've been really loving flared leggings. This has been one that I've liked since last year, actually, and then I brought them back again this fall. I think Aritzia makes a really affordable flared legging. I think Brandy Melville makes a really affordable flared legging. If you want a higher quality legging at a higher price point, Adendola makes really good ones, and so does Sisters and Seekers, which is my new brand obsession recently. Sisters and Seekers makes this sweater, guys and it says Botox on it. It's light gray, and I've been dying for it to restock so I can buy it. I want it so badly. I would probably sell my first born child for this sweater. I don't know why I like it so much because it's kind of quirky and weird with, like, the word Botox on it, but, like, you guys need to Google it so that you can understand the vision because it's not very obvious that the word is there. It's, like, very light and classy, and you could wear the sweater in an elegant way where nobody would notice, but it's also, like, a little inside joke in your head that like it does say Botox on it. Anyway, please Google it, Sisters and Seekers Botox sweater. But then you can also go look at their gray flared leggings. They're just like the perfect color of gray, which I find that you can't always find in the cheaper options. And they're like that comfy light dove gray color that just is absolutely perfect and makes you feel like they feel like a cloud on your legs. Anyway, I don't know. Do you guys remember also when flared leggings were just called yoga pants by Lululemon or Aviva? Oh my god. And they had that like obnoxiously bright geometric patterned waistband. All the girls used to wear those when I was in like grade seven, I feel like. Even like before grade seven, I think. But anyway, now they're flared leggings because that's what we call them now. And I've been super obsessed with them. I think that they look a lot better than skinny leggings, although I've been very into skinny leggings with a chunky sock lately. But the flared leggings are just I don't know, cuter, and they make my butt look better. My last favorite is my sauna blanket. This has been a favorite for a long time, but especially going into the colder months, I love my sauna blanket. I'm a huge bath girl. 
I need to have a bathtub in my house, but currently I'm staying with my boyfriend and he only has a shower, not a bathtub. So the sauna blanket is a lifesaver because I can't just have a relaxing bath at his house, but when I have my sauna blanket, I feel a little bit like happier. I also find it helps with my bloating. I also find it helps with my sleep. I also find it's just nice to like lay in and read my book, which I'm currently reading the new Rebecca Yarrow's book, Iron Flame. If you guys have not read Fourth Wing and Iron Flame, you should. They are amazing. If you're readers, I highly recommend. Anyway, my sauna blanket is just my happy place, my favorite spot to be in the whole world. It brings me so much peace. I can meditate in it. When I'm doing regular sauna blanket sessions, my life seems to be more together. And I think it is because of the sauna blanket. Like, I think that it's actually something that really makes me be a more together, in charge boss bitch when I'm just like regularly doing the saunaing. And honestly, they are kind of expensive to buy. I won't lie to you guys. They're actually very expensive to buy. However, if you are a regular sauna person and you add up the amount of money that you pay to go to the actual sauna, you're probably going to eventually, you're definitely actually going to eventually equal out if you get a sauna blanket and then you can take it with you everywhere. It's portable. It's just great. And my sauna blanket is by Heat Healer and it has grounding technology in it or like earthing technology, which is like this negative ion technology that reduces inflammation and it's just so good. Someone actually asked me on TikTok recently to make a whole TikTok video about lowering inflammation in the body because inflammation is basically like the worst possible thing for your body and especially if you want to age well you do not want to have low level inflammation in your body which is caused by pretty much everything honestly like food, phones, products that are not good for you, like everything causes inflammation nowadays so the sauna blanket and especially a sauna blanket with grounding technology is an incredible way to combat that inflammation which will then help you have more energy it'll make you look better and less puffy it'll make you retain less water weight it'll make you feel more energized and it'll help you sleep better it'll help you get sick less it's just like really 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 good any form of like detoxing which I know is one of those terms that people kind of like hate when people say, but I can't think of another word for it. So you guys are just going to have to like bear with me here. But any form of detoxing like that with a sauna blanket or even like a hot shower or a bath is really good. Like I said, mine's from Heat Healer. If you want to buy it, I can link it for you guys. It is expensive, but maybe if you guys have been wanting one, you could just like ask for some money to go towards it for Christmas or something. Like that's what I always do when I want to save. Like there are so many things that I want and I always just like, ask for money for Christmas so that I can like buy myself the gift because I always feel bad asking someone for like a big gift but unfortunately like all I want in this world are big gifts so you know I'm like either a little things person when I say little things I mean like a handwritten note or I'm like I actually want like a Cartier love bracelet and there's just no in between you know but I'm also the kind of person that really enjoys giving myself stuff I don't really expect other people to give me stuff, but I also really like giving gifts. I don't know if that's a universal girl thing where we just all love to give gifts because I see a lot of girls be like, I just am such a giver. I love giving gifts. And I'm like, okay, honey. But it's true. Like, I really do love giving gifts. I'm just such a giver. You know, y'all know how it is. But yeah, that is the end of my favorites, guys. Kind of a long list, honestly. I've been liking a lot of things. I hope you guys enjoyed this favorites video. I like doing a little bit of like a lighter topic every once in a while because I feel like my first, I mean, Villain Era was kind of a light topic too, but I don't know. I just like having this little mix of stuff. 
and I'm really excited. I have some podcast topics coming up that I'm so excited about. Like, I've been prepping for them, and I feel so, like, responsible. Like, this is a real job and everything, um, which I'm really happy and excited for, and I don't know. When I get, like, inspired to do something like I have with this podcast, it just really fills my cup and makes me so happy, so I'm really happy you guys are loving it. I have noticed a few of you guys comment on my TikTok saying how much you like the podcast and that truly makes my day. I always comment back and say like thank you that made my day but I actually want to tell you guys I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It really makes me so grateful and so happy and feel so amazing that you are actually listening to it and enjoy it so thank you so much. Another little favor I have to ask you guys okay me to you girl to girl please go follow my Instagram please go like my Instagram reels and like my posts, comment if you want, let me know what other things you want me to post on my reels, let me know if you guys like me to be more interactive in my Instagram stories because I need to build up my Instagram. Unfortunately, not unfortunately actually, very fortunately I get to have a shot at this whole content creation thing being my job and I am so lucky for that. I am so incredibly grateful for that. But a part of that and a part of any job is doing things that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. And for me, posting on Instagram, especially making reels and stories and posting like an influencer, quote unquote, on my Instagram is something that makes me feel incredibly self-conscious. And I'm not a very self-conscious person. I'm a pretty confident person. I pretty much do what I want. And I don't really worry about what other people think about me, except when it comes to my Instagram. It's very scary. So if you guys support me on Instagram, it really will mean the world to me because I have to start posting on there because I want this to be a job. Instagram is one of the platforms that is used the most by people and that brands look at the most. And of course, that's how you make money when you're doing this whole thing is brands wanting you to post their products. And so being very transparent with you guys, most brands want to do partnerships on Instagram. And that means that I need to build up a little bit more of a following on Instagram. And I also don't love doing brand deals on my TikTok because I kind of want my TikTok to be like very educational, very like just stuff that you guys can get value from. And obviously if it's a brand that aligns with that, I will post it. But if it's not, I don't want to be doing it. And that goes for my Instagram as well. But Instagram, it's like a little bit easier to make like fashion content and that kind of thing, which is something I want to expand into more. But obviously I need your guys' support. So let me know what kind of content you want me to do on my Instagram. Maybe comment on my TikTok and let me know or like you can always DM me too. And yeah, and I want to post more stories. Like I said, I'm just kind of shy about it. Like it makes me a little bit like nervous and shy. So if you guys would support that, it would mean the world to me. Another thing is I'm kind of like dipping my toe into YouTube. So what I'm kind of thinking guys is I want to start making these podcasts available for you to watch in video. I know a lot of you have said you listen to them on your hot girl walks, and I love that. That's what I do with my podcasts, but sometimes with different podcasts, I will watch them and put them on in the background while I'm cooking or cleaning or just living my day-to-day -day life. And so I thought that maybe I could make this podcast into a video for you guys and start posting that on YouTube. So again, let me know if you guys would like that because I thought that could be kind of fun. Okay, I started this podcast off with a quote and I wanted to end it with one as well. So here it is. You're gonna die one day and none of this is gonna matter. So enjoy yourself, do something positive, project some love, make someone happy, laugh a little bit, appreciate the moment and do your work. I love you guys so much. This quote I saw today on Instagram, actually it's part of a book 
And I just, I don't know, it hit me. Maybe because I'm in a point where I'm really trying to chase my dreams and I want you guys to be inspired to chase your dreams as well. And also to remember that life kind of is short and as much as that's cheesy to say, we really owe it to ourselves to enjoy every single moment of every single day or as many moments of the day as we possibly can because all of those moments culminate into one life and that life is yours to do with whatever you want. And you really can be who you want. You can do what you want. As long as you just like try, you will succeed. I also think you owe it to yourself to try to be happy, try to be positive. And I tell myself that all the time, not in a way of like, you have to be happy at every single moment of the day because that's not realistic and that's mean to yourself. But in a way of just like, let yourself really enjoy the little things and then bigger, better things will come. I love you guys so much. I will see you in the next episode. I might even actually see you in the next episode or you might see me because it might be a video episode. Stay tuned. But anyway, I love you. Bye, guys.